Chicago. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Education. I'm Brandon, and I'm wearing a gray hoodie. Yay. And I'm Mia, and I'm wearing a gray sweater. I don't know why we have to. Okay. Yeah. You just wanted it to be like me. It's okay. Just admit it. But yeah. I am excited. I don't know if y'all ever seen the episode of uh, Victorious where she does, like, her sister does the one-man show, which is like, Chicago. That's all that's um, going through my head right now. Is that? Victorious, is that where Ariana Grande? Like, yes, Red Hair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and Sam. I'm yeah, Sam. and then they got their own show. Okay. Well, Sam was iCarly, and then they got a show together. So. Oh, okay. Got it. Now the point of this, but we're Blood Education, where All we right. teach you about people you should know, and or teach you more about people you already know about. There we go. Right. That's the tagline. Right. Cool. So what are we talking about today? One of my favorite nerd things. Okay. Um, it is the National Black... Uh, political convention. I was about to say politician. I had to stop myself. Convention, uh, yes, it was a political convention. Um, so it's also known as the uh, Black Agenda because they actually create a Black Agenda there, which I think was... Mm. Actually, it's one of my favorite parts about this whole story because I think it's incredibly cool that they formed yeah, just called the Black Agenda. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that play on words. Yeah, I love it. I think we'll it's unpack. great. We'll um, so this is in the 70s, so specifically 1972. Yeah. They're basically going to take a weekend... Yeah. Yeah, we're heavy in the Black Power movement at this point. Okay, cool. um, but they're basically going to take a weekend and come together um, and kind of sit down and iron out and figure out what we need to do to kind of progress Black people. Um, so for today, I'm just going to kind of walk y'all through, and then we're going to take on a political discussion and figure out, you know, what is the issue with Black politics, okay? Um, so this is 1972, specifically March 10th through the 12th, um, and we're going to see, again, them come together. It's going to be at Westside High School in Gary, Indiana. Ooh. I have no idea why it's in Gary, Indiana to be uh, completely honest with you. But it's going to be a combination of Republicans, Democrats, nationalists, socialists, uh, independents, people that are part of the uh, Black Panther Party, just a bunch of different people. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. But they're all black people. They're all black people. So there were black Republicans and Democrats at that time, too? Like, yeah. Okay, Which, I, yeah, I mean, but, there's always some of them. But, you know, the beautiful okay. part of this story is that they were all able to come together. We will see a, a few trials and tribulations, you know, getting to the uh, end result. But not a few years after the right. Dr. Martin Luther King was shot. Yes, actually, um, we're going to see the passing of MLK and Malcolm X before this happens. Um, and actually, their widows will be in attendance of the oh, okay. of the political convention. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, big name people. And actually, one of my favorite fun facts about this is that um, obviously black people coming together. So people were like, oh, my God, we will kill all y'all. We'll bomb it. We'll bomb this convention, et cetera, oh, et cetera. Course, yeah. um, and they actually had a really, really hard time actually even getting anybody to agree to host it, which is one of the reasons that they ended up in Gary, Indiana. I'm sure Gary, um, Gary's the hood, isn't it? Yeah, Gary's yeah. the hood. If you don't know, that's where yeah. Michael Jackson's originally from. It's the hood yeah, for sure. So I guess they have um, to. So they actually had a difficult time finding that. But again, because of the bomb threats and things, they actually ended up needing um, actually a security detail. And guess who was their sergeant at arms? Who? who tell me, tell me. Muhammad tell me. Ali. Oh, you know, that makes sense. Yeah, doesn't it make sense? Yeah. When I, when I was yeah. reading it, I was yeah. like, wow, that makes so much sense. But, yeah. like, yeah, it was Muhammad Ali. He was a sergeant at arms, and so he dealt like, with like, any security like issues. sergeant at arms because, you know, he, he said that. Well, oh. No. Well, oh, I like that, too. I was like, he had them hands on. Okay. I'm going to say sergeant because he was like, fuck the Vietnam War. Oh, yeah. And, like, so I like that he got his and sergeant title. I really <laughs> want to do an episode on him because he's actually one of my idols because of his response to the Vietnam War. Okay. He's like, yeah, actually, fuck y'all. I'm not going to fighting your stupid ass war. <laughs> I mean, why would I fight for a country Literally, that's been racist to me? He but, was like, I mean, me? Know. Couldn't be. Okay. Um, but again, 
So originally this uh, convention is going to host like 10,000 people, y'all, like no cap. And about 3,000 of them are actually going to be delegates. So if you don't know what a delegate is, it's just somebody that's uh, a representative. Yeah, a representative that's picked to represent the people, right? So no actual specifics on like who these particular delegates were. Um, But I do know that some people in attendance were people such as Bobby Seale, uh, Shirley Chisholm showed up. And this is at the time that she's actually, right, she was doing her presidential campaign. So shout out to her. Um, Just a bunch of different people. We have Farrakhan that's there. Um, and then, like I said, um, we do have the widow, widows of Malcolm X and um, MLK at that time. So, Betty, yeah. Betty, yeah. Betty, Shabazz. That is such a, like, I love, I don't that's, know why I really like that. It's, it's a beautiful a, name. Like yeah. Shabazz. It's jazzy, you but know, it's also uh, like, if you need to be like Miss Shabazz. Okay. Yeah, look, you know, like, look, you know, and you know she didn't play. Like, you, you could just tell, like, she, yeah. she didn't play. All right. So, all right. Um, but. Again, all these people in attendance. It's a super, super huge event. They got this big old security detail. Um, But the overall goal of this thing was to sit down and come together and talk about what we needed to do to progress the black race. My favorite thing about this is the fact that they decide that we do not want to have political alliances. Like we know that at this point in time, the thing that is really hurting us is saying we're in these identities like, oh, I'm Democrat, oh, I'm a Republican, oh, I'm this, I'm that. That's what's hurting the black community. So what we want to do is to sit down figure out the issues within the black community, figure out how we're going to address them and then find somebody that meets those needs. So instead of saying, oh, I'm a Democrat, I'm going to just go with whoever this Democrat vote is. What I'm going to do is every election, I'm going to sit back, reflect on what I need and what my community needs and vote in that best interest. It doesn't matter if they're Republican, Democrat, independent. None of that matters to me. It's all about how do I make sure my people are good. So they're trying to unify the black community. Mm-hmm. That was just unified during segregation, but became disunified because of integration, which is yep. occurring yeah. really during this time as yeah. well, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I was caught up. Clarification. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I think one of, again, big nerd, but one of my favorite things to ever come out of history is Washington's farewell address, where he irons out like three major details, and one of those three is the like warning against political alliances, right? He says the last thing this nation needs is for people to align themselves with the party and be more dedicated to the party than actually alleviating and solving the needs of the people, right? Mm -hmm. He says that, and then immediately within his own cabinet, that is over and done with because we get the Democratic Republicans, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. So I really love to see when people kind of tie themselves back to the origins of American democracy without even necessarily realizing it. But that's one of the things that they point out. They're like, this is what's hurting us because we're all saying like, me and you can want the same thing, right. but because you're a Democrat and I'm a Republican, we have to go about it two separate ways. So we can't even come together and put our vote together so we can make sure we get what we need. But uh, we'd rather fight sense. it out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And align with our political parties because that's who we are. I mean, that's how I mean that's how Abraham Lincoln won his uh election. Yeah. Because, like, Quite. The, you see what the I mean? South didn't vote for him, but like uh like people couldn't get together. Affiliated, uh, yep. and it split, it split the vote, and yep. that's how they won. But, and you know. that was one of their big points here. They were saying, you know, our vote is always split, and so in turn, mm-hmm. we don't ever ha- actually have anybody that officially represents us or the needs of our people. Got it. Um, so what they do at this commission is they actually come up with what we call the National Black Agenda, um, which I want that on a T-shirt, so somebody oh, make it happen. Yeah. I'm sure it's somewhere, I feel like. Oh, but I want it to be, like, yeah. official, you know? 
Um, and also, I want to take a second to shout out the Black Pass website. Um, I use them for a lot of things, like specifically in my classroom and just for like knowledge that I want. But they mm-hmm. do like uh, digital archives of a lot of things. And they actually okay. have a digital archive of the uh, National Black Agenda. For the most part, you do have to pay to actually read most of it. Like it's an actual book now. Yeah. Um, but they do have snips of the primary uh, document that you can go and look at. So uh, if we can, we can like link that in the show notes or something. Uh, but it's the blackpass.com. And again, they have a bunch of, um, they have like a little setup of timeline, uh, like a black mm-hmm. timeline. They have where you can just go look up different events. It's okay. really, really dope. But I got a lot of information uh, for this particular episode from there. So shout out to them. Okay. Um, but they come up with the black agenda. Um, and first and foremost, obviously, we're talking about politics. So the mm-hmm. first thing that they say is that we need a cohesive black vote, right? Okay. We need to decide, like, you could be a Democrat, I could be a Republican, but we need to come together and say we're voting for this one person, period. Right, okay? regardless of political affiliation. Okay. Regardless, this Makes is who sense. I'm voting for. Right, yeah. because, duh. Um, and then they say we need to identify and nominate a black candidate that supports these ideas. Uh, and this is going to be because one of their major things is they want to see more black representation um, on down the line. That's going to be one of their big points. They want to actually see uh, black people represented in Congress. Right. Because at this particular time, we maybe have. What, the 70s, maybe five. And I feel like that's stretching it. Um, but they're like, you know, we want to see people like us um, in Congress and we want it to match the population of the people. That was very specific. So not just seeing a few of us, we wanted to match the population of black people at this particular time. Um, so that's another thing. They also start urging black men to pull their Social Security. Okay, mm. which I yeah, I thought this was actually very interesting because, um, you know, we we as black people just in general have a shorter lifespan than white people or expected lifespan. But specifically for black men, it is a lot shorter than what you see for white men. So one of the things that they tell them is like, y'all need to pull your money so that the state can't take it and they can't deny it to your widow. Right. I I know. And I was like, I really want to do more research to see if that was a thing that they did, like denying them the social security of their partners. But I know a lot of women did work like um, state jobs. A lot of them were teachers and things like that. And you actually can't pull social security if you work for the state. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It's like if you work for um, a school district or things like that, you can't pull social security. Um, Yeah. Which is why you see a lot of people leaving education, um, a lot of older women leaving and retiring a little bit early. Yeah. It's some type of role like that. Yeah. It's like the federal government, state, something like that. And you can't pull social security from your significant other. Mm. Yeah. So they talked about uh, putting this out there in this community. Now I kind of can understand why uh, people are like, Oh yeah, we're going to bomb you guys because like, again, they in there, there is some power behind the unification of black people, especially when they all come together on one accord and then you have to think, too, that not even two decades before this, you have Montgomery that came together for a yep. black boycott and, and it hit him in the destroyed. Yeah. Hit him so in I can understand, sure. like, why maybe, you know, some other people are going to feel, you know, a little threatened uh, about mm. what's happening here. Okay. And it, and it's crazy. I think that because, I mean, they don't really know the specifics of what they were going to be talking about. But mm-hmm. they knew, like, man, if they get together for too long, that's really something that could change some things and the black panther party was there and that's like i'm telling you this is one i i love talking about this because it really is a beautiful representation of like what we're capable of once we come together i mean unfortunately as we know this didn't actually come into fruition but uh it's still a beautiful time it kind of shows us what we could be if we actually mm-hmm. took the time to listen to one another instead of trying to always be at odds or make sure our opinion is specifically so hard. i have a question so what was the like 
full outcome of this? So it did like the convention, like it did work or it didn't work? I mean, okay, like, so I'm going did to they have some guest speakers. There, <laughs> they like, did have guest things. speakers. Um, a lot of the members of the Black Panther Party actually got up and spoke. And again, okay. we had people like uh, Shirley Chisholm that was there, Bobby Seale, mm-hmm. uh, that were getting up and doing a lot of the speaking. But a lot of it was actually a lot of. Um, open commentary to where they were actually able to go back and forth. So at one point, Jesse Jackson actually ends up... Jesse um, Jackson been around forever. Forever, bro. He was a fossil. Bro, bro been around for forever. But um, Jesse Jackson actually um, proposes creating uh, his own black political party called the Liberation Party. How'd that work? It did not. Uh, The NAACP actually disagrees so much. uh, They believe that it's going to be basically another continued segregation. And they disagree so much. What is wrong with that? We've already integrated. You cannot segregate after you've integrated. You know it's impossible. You're such a brat. Shut up. I guess. Anyway, so they disagree so much that they actually end up like leaving because of the disagreement that they have. They do eventually come back. But okay. overall outcome is we actually get the national black agenda. Um, it's written up. It's 68 pages in total, and it is actually published on May 19, 1972. Is that, um, old boy birthday. Malcolm X birthday. And I'm going to say bye, yes. old boy. You know, I love Malcolm X. I do, too. Know, I actually know. stand. Um. But it had the same resolutions that I talked about earlier with the addition of a minimum income of $6,500 for for um, a four-person income, I mean, four-person household. Oh, this is the 70s. Yeah. Okay, wait. Because I was like, uh, four people, $6,000? That's yeah. it? Oh, okay. And I believe but that yeah. was actually monthly okay something like that yeah but essentially they were just saying they needed enough to sustain themselves uh that was their minimum uh also again uh reifying reifying um reiterating reiterating, there we we go go. reiterating the (laughs) (laughs) reiterating black representation in congress i know we are matching um and then ending the national trade with countries that are uh supplying drugs to the United States because again that's um, being flooded into the black Yeah, community. like this is literally okay. the start or not the start, but we're seeing the crack epidemic go on during this particular time mm-hmm. and obviously we know it doesn't do anything but get worse especially when we get into the 80s. But that is one of the big things that they wanted that they were not willing to compromise on because they noted like we can already see the harm that this is doing to our neighborhoods and it's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. Um but obviously again, this actually doesn't for real coming to fruition. Um, but I do love to talk about it because, again, it does show that, like, once we're able to sit back and realize that these political parties are absolutely not helping us, we can do right. more for one another, then I think that we can actually make moves. And I also am a very big uh, believer in the fact that we should not have political parties. Like, I, that's a hill I absolutely won't Really? Yeah. Like, just in general? In general. For what? Mm. Why do you need a political party? I don't know, because people do have different values and different things that they associate with. Okay, but let me ask you this. Would you ever vote for a Republican? If you identify as Democrat, would you ever vote for a Republican? Probably not. But, 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 wait, 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 wait. (laughs) There are exceptions to that, though, like where you do have um, some people that vote against their party's affiliate. Shoot, look at Donald Trump. The Republicans, some of the... Hate to say his name on this podcast. Child, hate um, to, hate but to I mean, there were, were literally Republicans that were like, "Okay, you're you're, you're an idiot." Like, yeah, he absolutely idiot, not, you but... know. And then even with um, the confirmation of um, Chief Justice uh, Kandaji, mm-hmm. uh, did I say her name right? 
type there. It goes Ashley Jones. I think it's Kintaji with a T, right? Kintaji. Kintaji. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All I was right. Like, sorry. I think so. Sorry. <laughs> we apologize. Chief, Chief Justice Kintaji Brown Jackson. Yeah. Um, she had uh, some Republicans that voted for her. I as think well, too. that you have to be a diamond in the rough, though. Or not necessarily in Trump's case, a diamond with a very flawed piece of coal. Um, for somebody to be like, oh, I'm switching political parties. Like, That's typically fair. what you see, though, is people aligning with their political parties, even if it doesn't help them. Like, even thinking about, when you think about, like, the redneck people that voted for Donald Trump who ended up losing their homes, they mm-hmm. voted for him because they knew he was a Republican and they knew that he stood for something hateful and they knew that he would support these particular ideals, even if they did not support what they actually needed in their life. And I think that if we eliminated political parties, it would allow room for people to vote for what they need rather than what they what they think they want. That's what I think. Oh, well, that's fair. But yeah. I don't think our country's going to do that. Oh, absolutely the fuck not. You know how much money is tied up into political parties? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, so that's quite unfortunate. Yeah. Wishful thinking. Yeah, wishful thinking. Because, again, I, re- I really do hate them. Like, I cannot express enough. It would be nice if they had, like, another convention, like, present day. Yeah. I'd go. Would you go? I would absolutely go. I don't know who would put it together. <laughs> you know, we don't really, do we really have like a no. MLK no. or a, a Malcolm X no. of this generation? But they keep murdering them, so. No, yeah, I mean. I mean, think about a lot of the, the people that we saw even try to uh, no. make a name for themselves <laughs> during. Like a Sean Yeah, King. right. <laughs> Because <laughs> why would you say that? I mean, why would you say you're so I mean, fucking annoying? I mean, um, but yeah, I, we don't really have visible political leader leaders, and that's not to say people are not out there doing the work. I just think, as no, far as like a, a natural what's the, what's face, attorney's name. What's his name? Is it Van Or is that the? Or is that the wrong one? That's what? the wrong one. <laughs> oh the, no, Ben Crump is the one that's like he doesn't like white people. Or he like spoke he, at my graduation, ironically, uh, when I graduated from Texas so ben Southern Crump is, University. So Ben Crump is the, uh, is the problematic one. He What's is. What's the name of the civil rights attorney that's, like, always, like, uh, he's always, like, uh, yeah, taking, like, the it. civil rights attorney. Um, famous. Let's see. <laughs> um, um, no. That didn't do what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah, no. Ben Crump. He spoke at my graduation. Um, is he problematic? Is he is incredibly problematic. problematic. He feels a type of way about uh, typical black names. So, like, um, I think the name that he used as an example was like Shaniqua. Uh, yeah, right. And yeah, it was it was a lot. I don't remember a lot because I blocked it out. And also, it was very hot outside when I graduated. But yeah, he is um, pretty popular, unfortunately. Um, I do think that he is a bad person, though. So. Okay. Yeah, Ben Crump, he, he, yeah, okay. So he's the one that, he was the lawyer for George Floyd's family. Oh, that is true. Tra- okay, tra- yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay. But he, again, yeah. don't don't agree. Okay. And so also, I feel like he's where the money resides. Okay, got it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that like, you know? I was talking yeah. to the right person. Okay, cool. I guess I was just thinking of him being a bad person. Okay, so, no, no, that's fair. fair. That's fair. I mean, it's yeah. cool. All Well, that's going to end another way. this episode, all right, where I learned about this convention that, you know, seemed pretty cool. Groovy, if you will, because it was the 70s, <laughs> all right? Um, you know, I like that. You know, No, that was very black exploitation. Did I say that right? 
that's happening in the seventies. We need to do an episode yeah. about that too. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can definitely that. do that. Actually, ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. Brown yeah. sugar and all that. Ooh, can yeah. we wear like a little afro set then? Like, you want to talk about black flirtation and wear afros? Oh, maybe not. All right, cool. Yeah, all right, that. um, <laughs> that's gonna wrap up this episode <laughs> of Education. I am Brando. And I'm Mia. All right, and have a groovy evening, morning, day. Day. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs> that was good.